Coming up, Disney Cruise Line announces 2015 itineraries and as a small world celebrates its 50th anniversary. Plus, coming up later, we share the experiences of those who have experienced FastPass Plus and what they thought of it. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 690 for the week of March 25th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Let the experts at Dreams help you decide which of the new 2015 Disney Cruise Line itineraries are right for you. In addition to their expert guidance, you'll also receive a shipboard credit from Dreams Unlimited up to $1,000, all for the exact same price you'd pay if you booked it yourself. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, and back in the production nook, associate producers Craig Williams and Sean Thompson, and our producer, Dustin West, back in the corner. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, want to get a few things out in housekeeping right now. First of all, we want to say thanks to the folks in Fort Worth who put on the meet that we attended this past Saturday. Uh, Suzette Claire, Casey Kolb, Amanda Alexander, and Donna Goodman-Zeff. They did a great job putting on the meet. We had a wonderful time. About uh, 50 people showed up, and... Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a good time in Fort Worth, uh, especially uh, had a chance to, something I've always wanted to do, and uh, had a chance to go see the uh, JFK Museum at the Texas Book oh, Repository. Wow. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> and that was My mother quite, was fascinated. It was, it was fascinating and emotional. Mm-hmm. And emotional. I've been to Parkland Hospital. I've been to the Grassy Knoll. You name it, I've been there. And yeah, the Grassy Knoll was like, it was just, it's bizarre seeing that stuff. Did it seem smaller to you than what you thought? Yes. The, it, yeah, I that was the. I don't know that it I seemed got. smaller. It just it was weird, you know. For so many years, having like seen it in like documentaries and movies and on TV. There's a Pruder film. There's a Pruder oh film. Seeing where he was standing when he filmed that. I mean, mm-hmm. and then of course on the street, they have the X's marked where each shot hit the president, um, which was really kind of sobering. But so that was. That's I just found the whole thing much very small, mm-hmm. uh, or smaller than I pictured from movies yeah. or from TV yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It did seem more spacious, you know, on TV. So, but uh, we had a great time. <laughs> we also want to say a special thank you to uh, Scotty Pontikas, uh, who's uh, owns uh, six restaurants in in Texas called Scotty P's Hamburgers. And uh, Scotty was nice enough to uh, host us the night we got in. We drove over to one of his restaurants from the airport, and he put on a spread for us that was, like, ridiculous and amazing, amazing uh, food. The burgers were incredible. And uh, he was great. And actually, a few weeks ago, Scotty had sent in a uh, a song that he recorded for us. And uh, we're going to close the show out. Today with uh, oh, Scotty's song. Oh, okay. I didn't put two and two <coughs> together. Oh, that's neat. Well, I hadn't either until he mentioned it when we got there that he was the one that had sent the song, and I'm like, oh my god, that's. <laughs> oh, that's neat. But uh, 
So stay tuned. At the end of the show, we'll have uh, we'll play Scotty's song. But I just want to send a shout out to Scott and say thank you so much. It was great meeting you. I actually invited Scott to come on the show, our first show of the year next year. Um, he'll be in town and he's going to come join us. And big Disney fan, big big Disney fan, and uh, like Uber planner Disney fan. He had like laminated <laughs> itineraries for oh, his family. Geez. I mean, he went he went all out, but. Uh, it's really, really cool, and the food was awesome. It was. And uh, so thank you, Scotty, for that. Um, we also, uh, I also want to send out a very big thank you to one of our listeners, Kenny Eddowes, who uh, sent me a package last week um, and has brought into my life this. Uh, it's called Citrus Magic. And uh, I guess we've been talking about the smell on Soren and Horizons, the oranges, and he said this was the closest thing he's found to, you know, almost identically matching that 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 fragrance. Um, it was available in Publix. I actually ordered it on Amazon.com. It's called Citrus Magic. And I sprayed it in the house before everybody got here. And the first thing Kathy said to me is, what is that smell that smells just like oranges in Soren? So it does. Did you really say that? Yes, I did. <laughs> I wasn't here when we you were all here. talking about it before you okay. came. <laughs> so, did you think she was actually going to deny it? On the show? <laughs> I never. Really talk about that? I never said she anything. Said, I feel like I, never mind. No, I never said that. <laughs> but I agree. I think it smells more like Horizon. Mean it though. Yeah. Said it. I've never Horizon. been to Horizon, so. Oh. Oh, it was my. the best thing ever. Like I loved Horizons. I have a Yankee candle that I love. It's called Mountain Lodge, and it smells just like the uh, pine trees portion of. It's actually kind of a mixture of the the ocean smell and the pine tree Soren. smell from Soren. Yeah, that what's it called? Too. Mountain Lodge. Okay. Oh, she's right. Kathy's ma- making a note. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want that, if you want that Horizons orange smell in your house, if you remember it, and if you don't, it's very close to Soren. It's called Citrus Magic. It's available on Amazon.com. We'll put a link to it in the show notes page. Thank you very much for this, Kenny. I've been spraying this around my house like a lunatic. John sprayed his microphone before we started. (laughs) Well, John thought it was feminine deodorant stuff. FDR. That's why we were calling it FDR. Um, I also want to say a very special... secret. I also want to say a very special thank you to another listener, uh, Lynn Schwartz, who sent something in for us to put up in the studio and we're going to be redesigning the studio in the next month or so and when we do this will absolutely be there she uh she crocheted this um it's uh dustin quilted. sean and and craig i think that's quilted uh, that's quilted. quilted quilted i'm sorry i didn't mean to say crocheted she quilted this this is obviously the hitchhiking ghost from uh, haunted mansion it's an, a, an absolutely amazing job um and because you asked for this to go up in the studio, that's exactly where I'm going to put it. But i got to be honest with you. I want to put this in my office. I want to frame this and put it in my office. I think this is incredible. Did a beautiful, beautiful job on this. Very, very nice gift. Thank you so much for that. So I just wanted to make a, a very special thank you out to, to Lynn for that. Um, I love getting presents uh, in the mail. She did a great job. She did. Yeah. She did. Those she did really put the cool. wallpaper uh, around the border. The haunted mansion wallpaper. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's really, I mean, really well done. Really, really well done. Huh? Not the only folks does... in chat are thinking, what is Amazon going to think when their orders for citrus magic go through the roof? Exactly. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> or the manufacturer. 
It's but the tropical citrus blend, too. If tropical citrus blend. And they have it in spray, and they also have, like, a solid that you can put in a room <clears throat> um, to kind of, like, be, like, a, a long-term air freshener. And I got to tell you, the solid didn't, isn't working so well for me. Uh, the spray works great. Spraying a little on your air conditioning intake, great. And just, like, goes right through the house. It's <laughs> fantastic. So... Thank you for that, Kenny. Thank you for that, Lynn. Um, next, I want to make sure we mention what's coming up this week on the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. That goes up every Thursday with Tom Bell and his team. This week, Michael Bowling continues his lead-up to Disneyland's 60th anniversary by taking a look at Walt's idea. Plus, Tony Spatel has round one results from this year's Disneyland March Madness Tournament and info on how listeners can vote for their favorite dining locations. Hmm. So... Want to make sure you check that out Thursdays, every Thursday, disunplugged.com, and uh, just click on the Disneyland Edition icon, and you'll find all their shows there. So be sure to check that out. Um, also want to remind everybody, we have disboards.com t-shirts for sale. Uh, we are in pre-order for those right now. We stopped taking orders for those on April 1st, and uh, they're really, really cool, and I cannot wait to get mine, because... I made them do V-necks because I can't wear the crew necks. It makes my neck look like I'm Jabba the Hutt. But, yeah, because that's what makes it look like Jabba the Hutt. Um, but, yeah, so we'll have links to that in the show notes page as well, disunplugged.com. And uh, please get your orders in because this is – we're not going to uh, – these are not going to be available again after April 1st. Once we close out the orders – we're not selling them again. You'll never have a chance to get them. This is my favorite design so far. That this is an incredible design. Yeah, these these shirts look great. They look like baseball jerseys, but you know, yeah. just better because I don't play baseball. Um, so, anything else for housekeeping? Um, oh, go ahead, Kathy. You go I was first. Say, I got an email from Justine about the um, coasting for kids. It takes place on June 8th at the Cedar Park Cedar Fair Parks throughout the U.S. and Canada. Each participant pays a $25 fee to sign up and is required to raise another $75 to participate, which is donated to Give Kids the World. On the day of the event, the park designates a roller coaster or several coasters for the participants to ride with no weight. It is not mandatory that you ride consecutively or even at all. They also provide all participants a team shirt and lunch. Um, they're working on getting some prizes together. Um, Tom Bell has signed art from Dave Avanzino, and I'm donating something for the, the East Side. And so Team West, we don't want to talk about that because Team East is going to beat them this year. Oh, my. Oh, my. You donating something trashy? <laughs> <laughs> Why, no, Piggy I'm smiles not. Piggy smiles as from housekeeping. <laughs> so hopefully Disney World Dizzers Team East will come out this year and show what Dizzers can do. I'm hoping the Diz teams can be the top fundraisers all around. Last year, they raised over $5,000. They hope to double it, and we'll have a link to the site on our website. So I think it's important to mention to people that although this is called Coasting for Kids, you don't have to ride the coasters. You don't, you know, oh. just raise the money. Show up, enjoy the fellowship and the community. and um, You can be a virtual rider or donate to the teams, yeah. And where's, uh, where's the local event happening here in Orlando? I don't think she told me. It's not. It's for uh, Cedar Fair, I oh, believe. Oh, it's for Cedar so, Fair? Yeah. Like Fun Cedar spot. Point and uh, Knott's Berry Farm and Kings Island, places like that. Okay. 
Points Beyond. Fun spot on 192. Fun spot. It's huge. Huge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you for that, Kathy. Teresa, you had something? I do. I have some... um, Clues in some boxes here as to where the uh, this year's New England meet is going to be. Um, people here in the room, you're not to guess when I hold up. The, we're going to have to describe them too for the people that don't that just listen. They don't watch, right? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, that would be that would be good because more people be li- more people listen than watch. I know. So. so okay. So and the people in the chatty room don't. Is it chatty room? Doesn't chatty room. Sure, <laughs> yes, it could chatty be chatty room. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Um, they shouldn't be typing out their answers right they need to keep them to themselves because when we're done you need to email um your answer and i'll give you the email address at the end okay now there is a prize if you're if you you know they're going to be have a pool at the end everybody that guessed correctly will be put into a pool and they're going to give away 25 uh raffle tickets at the new england meet oh very nice idea okay Okay, why is stuff (laughs) okay so is it anthrax (laughs) okay start with there's sand in the tissue. I'm not going to show it to you, but... No, there's sand all over my floor now. It's all over my, floor, floor, now, it's all over my house, yes. Okay, so we've got sand. That's one of <laughs> is our... There, is somebody from the New England meat going to come and clean? We've got craisins. Okay. All right. They feel kind of old. Uh, <laughs> we've got... Oh, my. We've got taffy. It's like saltwater taffy. Saltwater taffy. It's very What's realistic, too. It has sand in that. It does yeah. have sand in it, Pretty too. Pretty difficult. Though. I've got... Some oh, feathers. That was, was a mustache. <laughs> I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say what went through my head. We've got a little ship in a boat. Ship in a bottle. A ship, ship in a, a bottle. bottle. A ship in a boat. Ship in a bottle. A ship in a bottle. That's cute. I want that. Okay. Um, more taffy. Um, but is it a specific ship? Well, it looks like it may be. Does it say anything on it? Looks kind of like the Mayflower. It does not say anything on it. It does look like the Mayflower, the Nina, the Pinta, the what the heck it is. Yes, yes. because they, 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 were, they all traveled together. They all traveled together. <laughs> Please don't teach your children history, whatever you do. A picture of Jeff and Val Elves, complete with frame where we can stand it up. <laughs> I think it was taken when they were on the Mayflower. I think they were drunk. I think they were drunk and just throwing stuff in a box. Okay, the next clue is a rock. Oh. Okay. Which is like a lot of sand put together. A lot of sand here. very densely compressed. <laughs> Organized sand. In the bigger box we have lobster poop. Okay. Oh well what that's chocolate malted milk balls. Oh. Might be some sand in there too. <laughs> We've got because <laughs> there's nothing worse. What? On earth? Hang on. Oh my God. We've got a hat. Oh, you have to put that on. I that want it on your head. It. it won't now. Fit on my head. Yes, it will. Okay, we've got a hat. It's a turkey. Mess up my hair. I <laughs> <laughs> tell you, looks like and a pilgrim turkey hat. Some little pilgrim people. Okay, this is itchy. It's got sand in it. And then we've got more <laughs> feathers. Lots I'm just, feathers. I don't know what this yeah, could mean. Please, by all means, keep throwing okay. things. Okay. And then we've got a big feather. They were drunk and they were just throwing stuff in the box. I think they too, right? I think that has brochures where the actual event is going to be held, and we would open that off camera. Ooh. Okay. They can't see that. All right. So guess away, people. You're going to send your guesses to 
N-E-Dismeat at gmail.com. That's New England Dismeat at gmail.com. Everybody that guesses correctly will be put into a drawing, and they will choose a winner for 25 raffle tickets at the event. And we'll put, uh, we'll put that email address on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. Yeah. Sad, sad little turkey bird. Now I have to tell you, they are so pleased with themselves <laughs> because of this. Well, I'll they, tell you, they throw an amazing party. Um, well, apparently they've been working very, very hard I don't. I, no one has told me where the uh, event is being held, but I understand that they've been working very, very hard, and that this was this was quite the get, because the people who run the place where it's going to be have been very, very generous and lowered their fee considerably so that we could have our event there. I'm dying to know because I don't know either. No, I don't. I swear to. I, I don't know. Um, we will as soon as you hang up. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> need to get some of the. Yeah. Stuff out of the. Okay. But uh, oh, I got the feathers in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> um, you can tell that we've matured. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that, Teresa. Take your guesses on where the New England meet is being held this year. Nedismeet at gmail.com. Send your guesses there. Uh, anything else for housekeeping before we get on to the poll results for last week? No. Nope. Okay. All right. Last week in our poll, we asked you to tell us, quite simply, your favorite restaurant, your favorite table service restaurant at Epcot. We have um, we saying World Showcase on the oh, sorry, I apologize. slide, but it was actually in Epcot. But we received just over 1,000 responses. And um, before we reveal Kevin as our expert dining person thinking about our audience what do you think was the lowest rated restaurant at table a, service table service uh the restaurant that's inside the pavilion in mexico okay cantina de mexico i'm gonna guess morocco as being the least popular okay oh or um china okay that's like any, seven any other guesses i'm gonna say beer garden because it's my favorite so they're probably yeah, gonna okay. dislike it Nope, none of you are right. Huh? Wow. None oh, of you are right. Least favorite. Well, actually, the the one the, the the restaurant that received the least number of votes was Spice Road Table, um, the new one that just opened up. But because it is uh, brand new, and a lot of people were I haven't even tried. We're it kind yet. of giving them a little bit of a pass. It was Restaurant Akershus in Norway. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. huh. No one likes reindeer. That <laughs> for Craig. is the lowest rated. Um, it only it was uh, uh, nine dragons only beat it by one vote literally one vote separated Akershus and nine dragons two, those two really vying for uh, the bottom of the uh, and I think nine dragons is okay I don't think it's any better or any worse than the places around my house I don't I just think it's Chinese food just a lot more expensive uh, like th- four or five times as much right, but exactly um, now what do you think? What do you think topped the list as the number one table service restaurant in Epcot? I'm going to say Le Cellier. That would be my guess, too. Mm-hmm. Chef de France. Kathy? I was going to say Le Cellier. Or Tuto Italia. Oh, Beer Garden. Let's go there, too. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about you're all wrong? Wow. How about you're all wrong? Via Napoli. Huh. Oh, wow. Wow. And by a, by a fairly, not a huge margin, but a comfortable margin over Le Cellier and Chefs de France, which 
round out the top three. We're going to go ahead on the show notes page and we'll post the entire list of where all the restaurants uh, landed. But uh, V and Napoli ended up being the number one choice, uh, the number one restaurant of our listeners at Epcot. And I can understand why. I think it's... uh it, it has that feel of some of the other more high-end restaurants, but at the same time, I think the menu is a little more accessible to families, yeah. maybe, with the pizzas and the, and the more basic pastas. It's also lighter inside than it is in most of the other restaurants. I find that with Chefs de France, too. See, and i got to be honest with you. You know, uh, when I tried Via Napoli, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. I wouldn't consider it by any means. That never would have been. That wouldn't have been in my top three. Tutto Italia would have been. Yeah. Uh, it would have been between Tutto Italia and Monsieur Paul, but I understand a lot of people don't really try Monsieur Paul because I think that there level are of uh, well, <laughs> they, well, I just think I just think that kind of dining experience in Epcot maybe isn't what a lot of people are looking for. It's very high end in terms of its gourmet factor um, and amazing food, but uh, you know, uh, for me personally, it, it it comes down to either Chef Paul, uh, Chef Paul, Monsieur Paul, and uh, Tutto Italia. I think Tutto Italia is amazing. I think the food is phenomenal. They've got a great menu. Um, it's really good Italian food. And, you know, when it was Alfredo's, it wasn't. Um, and this is the Patina Group. Uh, both Via Napoli and, uh, and, and Tutto Italia are uh, restaurants in the Patina Group, which uh, owns a lot of the restaurants out at Downtown Disney in Disneyland. Uh, they also have some high-end restaurants around the country. And I, I think they're, they they run a great restaurant. They run a great restaurant. So, Via Napoli, Via Napoli, the number one restaurant. Can I jump in for just a sure. second? I do not have a full restaurant review, but we have a recommendation for a new restaurant if you're in the mood for high end seafood. And by high end, I mean it's up there, but it's really good. And it's in the Wyndham Grand, at, and back in Bonnet Creek. Go all the way towards where you're going to go to. Uh, Waldorf, Waldorf and Hilton. And instead of making a right, make a left into the Wyndham Grand. The, ho- the restaurant's right in the lobby, and it's called Deep Blue Seafood Grill. Blue doesn't have an E on the end of it. Again, please understand that we're talking high-end seafood. About how we, much per person, do you think? It would be similar to Bull and Bear. It would be similar <coughs> to... to $60 um, a person. Yeah. Uh, uh, Narcoosie's, California Grill, that level. However, the food's really good. They have a crab cake there that we just find amazing. Uh, the menu, some of the fresh catch changes every day. And I, as I said, I don't have a full review of this, but we've been there twice now and find it someplace we would add to our regular list awesome and uh, as we do every week with our poll we select one winner every week at random from the people who responded this week it goes to kelly brown from indiana 50 dollars disney gift card coming your way kelly please check your other inbox on facebook because we're not friends um and uh send us your details and we will get that card out to you right away so uh, we will have next week's poll at the end of the show Unless anybody else has anything for housekeeping, we'll turn it over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. Port Canaveral adding $2 million car rental complex. A new car rental complex will be added to the businesses at Port Canaveral under a plan unanimously approved by port commissioners. This week, commissioners gave the port staff permission to solicit for car rental companies that might be interested in operating at the port. 
Mike Meekins, Mike Meekins, the port's senior director of cruise and port operations, said the port in the past has re- received, quote, numerous requests from car rental companies interested in this idea. He told port commissioners the complex will have space for three rental companies and a total of 571 vehicles. The $2 million facility, which will be located near Disney Cruise Line's Terminal 8, will include office space, a fueling station, and a car wash. A timetable for when the facility would open still has not been worked out. Wow. I think this is a long time coming. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a constant, constant question about wanting to rent cars either you know rent a car and drop you know drive to the port and drop it off or rent a car at the port and go to the parks or there's something. also a lot right. of a lot more cruise lines are adding port canaveral as a, a stop so this will make it so much more convenient for people to come out to disney world and once the once parks. the oasis comes into right. uh, port canaveral you know you're talking about how many thousand? How many thousands of people does that ship hold? Four thousand guests and two thousand yeah. or no? 25. I think it's. I think it's total is nine thousand. I, I think it's three thousand, six thousand guests, three thousand no. crew. I think on the Oasis, but I know it's like ridiculous the amount of people that that ship holds uh, that are coming into Port Canaveral once a week, um, and it is Port Canaveral is growing and growing. It's becoming a very very aggressive competitor. But you know what's interesting? I was shocked to find out. I assumed that maybe we were just too small town for this. But John and I are sailing into Honolulu. And there's one car rental agency near the port, and they're closed on Sunday. <laughs> on the day we arrive. Wow. wow. So we have to take uh, some sort of form of transportation from the cruise port in Honolulu to the airport in Honolulu to rent a car. And which Royal Caribbean ship are you doing this cruise on? The Radiance. The Radiance. And you're leaving out of... It leaves from Sydney. From Sydney. And it goes to New Zealand for two stops. And then there's 45 sea days. <laughs> <laughs> and we go to Bora Bora, Morea, and Papiate, Tahiti. We will be in Tahiti on Easter Sunday. Oh. And then we sail. Everything will be closed, I assume. Uh, <laughs> then we sail on to, we spend overnight pretty much in Maui, docked. And then the next morning we sail into Oahu. It's an 18-night cruise, but we have two April 15ths because of the dateline. That's really cool. Oh, cool. That's two really April fifteenth. Cool. Mm-hmm. So two tax days. Two tax days. And then wow, we're going to spend a couple awesome. of days at Alani, tacked on the end. <laughs> really nice. Really so, nice. So that starts. Our ship leaves Sydney on April tenth. Wow. Fantastic. I'm really excited to hear your, about your trip when you get back. Yeah, so, to go. John, I have a question happy about to talk this. About it. Okay. Do you think the um, the car rental places that are already in Port Canaveral are going to close up and, and move there, or are they just going to have a diff- additional place? There currently is one car rental agency at Port Canaveral. It's Payless Car Rental, and the owner of that franchise, Scott Dance, is interested in Just threw himself off a bridge. <laughs> really? <laughs> is interested in being part of the port's planned car rental. Contract. But there's other ones just down by us at the okay. Welcome Center. Well, there's this is numerous what's considered ones. at Port Canaveral itself. Okay. You guys are down... Or you consider Cape Canaveral. It's only a mile away. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's where most I people drop off now. All the big companies would want to be part of it. Okay. That would be my assumption. Who knows? All right, our second news story. It's a, it's a small world anniversary to be celebrated with sing-along videos. Disney is celebrating the 50th anniversary of their classic attraction, It's a Small World, which first debuted in the, at the 1964 New York World's Fair. The attraction was originally intended to be a salute to UNICEF and all the world's children. The website www.smallworld50.com offers ways for the public to interact and help raise money for UNICEF. 
Guests can go to the website to enter videos of themselves singing the song or to create virtual small world doll or create a virtual small world doll with customized faces, clothes, and bodies. Disney has donated $150,000 to UNICEF as a tribute to the original attraction and will continue to donate another dollar, up to $100,000, for each video or doll submitted online. A live sing-along will be held on April 10th at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland and will be aired on Good Morning America. Other Disney parks across the globe will join in on the fun as well. Their sing-alongs will be recorded and shown during the morning show. This coincides with the Mary Blair exhibit that I talked about last week at the Disney Family Museum. Right. Now, do we have uh, the video? I, I couldn't get my hands on those videos because it's, it's, it's weird how it's set up. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of disturbing. I think we should all do a video. <laughs> Don't yeah. you think? It cuts on the website. It what, singing, singing yeah. to Small World? Yeah. On the website, it cuts from, <laughs> uh, from like, you know, the regular song recording of It's a Small World to, like, a family or a guy or a kid, you know, singing their version yeah, of it. It's a small world. Which is small. always, like, a different tempo or maybe a different key, but it's, like, vaguely the original song is in the background. So it's, yeah, I watched it the other day, and it was, like, people from all over the world oh, yeah. singing in every different yeah. language. That's I thought it was wonderful. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same video you're talking about, but... I, mean, I didn't see people from all over the world. Let's no. do it, gang. Let's from, do a video. Every gang. You can <laughs> Gotta get the gang back together again. <laughs> like the it's a Muppets joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And it fell flat. I was I got waiting it. for everybody to finish. Okay. It's my favorite attraction. I'm a gentleman. All right. And our final <laughs> news story. Disney Cruise Line announces new 2015 itineraries. Da, 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 da. People can breathe. We have been waiting for these. Really? In They're summer, late this year. Wasn't it February last year? We yeah, got them? it's late. Um, also, I'll get into it, but there's not uh, the entire 2015 hasn't been announced. So, some interesting stuff. In summer 2015, Disney Cruise Line is charting a magical new course for Northern Europe, exploring for the first time the Norwegian fjords, Iceland, and the Faroe Islands. I assume that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> Plus, Disney Cruise Line is returning to the Baltic for all new itineraries, including sailings from Copenhagen, Denmark, to St. Petersburg, Russia. Cruises to the Mediterranean, Alaska, Caribbean, and Bahamas are also included in the summer lineup. Uh, Bookings will open tomorrow, March 27th, for Golden Platinum members. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Tomorrow's March 26th for Golden Platinum members, March 27th for the general public. Um, I have some information on some of the itineraries, which look really, really exciting. I'm just really surprised that uh, they've done away with the 12-night meds for next year. They're not doing any of them. I think they're doing three seven-night meds, aren't they? Yeah. I'm surprised that with the climate right now that Disney Cruise Line has agreed to go to Russia. Yeah. Yeah, that's very odd. Well, I think they probably set that up before you yeah. know Putin started invading everything so uh, one of the things that I find extremely intriguing is the uh, transatlantic cruise this year um, it's going to be a stop in New York actually New York City from here starts here it starts Port yeah. Canaveral goes to New York City and then goes up to uh, St. John's Canada in Newfoundland so or Newfoundland, and Newfoundland. What, what's really sort <laughs> of to say it phonetically? I do. <laughs> Please, who did on Pahanic? Start. Um, what I think is kind of interesting, but also frustrating, is people cannot get on the boat there. 
So there are a lot of people saying, okay, great, Disney Cruise Line is going to show up in New York, but no, I can't get on the No, you can't, because Homeland Security it does not allow passengers to board a ship in a port. Um, you have to embark in one port and disembark in another or do a round trip. You can't like bring people on middle of the cruise. Um, that's a security thing. That's uh, there's just they, they don't do it. They don't do it. You can't get on the ship in St. Thomas either. So of course you can't get on the ship in New York. So calm down. <laughs> Jeez, be seated. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Where's that from? Oh God, I've heard that so many yeah, places. Yeah, it's like a million different yeah. things. But <laughs> something I watch. I said good day. I said good day. There's going to be the uh, requisite trans uh, Panama Canal crossing, which everyone gets very excited about. It's going to wind up in San Diego before it goes on to Alaska, which people are love the Alaska cruises. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that a lot of people have been concerned about and speculating about is will there be what they call double dip cruises on the Caribbean, which uh, means two stops at Castaway Key, and yeah, there's some select sailings that will do two stops at Castaway Key. There are only dates through August of 2015 available being announced at the moment. We don't know when they're going to release the rest of the sailings. Seems to be a lot of blackout dates, too, for if you want to move your rebooking. Right? Yeah, there were a lot of blackout dates. They're, they're around Easter, I think. There's a lot of the dates are around Easter. If you don't know, what we're talking about is if you've booked on board, Disney Cruise Line has changed their onboard booking policies. And one of them is that you can't move your onboard booking to certain dates. The good news is is that most of the dates that are blocked out are Eastern, Western, Caribbean sailings. I think there's one Alaska sailing on there, but none of the new you know, really, really exciting itineraries are included. So. Norway is the one, I think, that has me intrigued. Um, there's a bunch of them up there. There's one going to Iceland. I think all of them sound cool. And we posted on our Facebook page uh, what people were thinking and um, you see, it seems like Norway uh, Norway's getting people's attention. I think it was smart, uh, you know, uh, taking advantage of the success of Frozen. Oh, I'm sure they'll um, have the characters on that ship. Yeah, and they're already doing a tie-in uh, Disney Cruise Line's announcement video on YouTube. Had Brett, the uh, a cruise director on the, on the Magic, um, you know, talking about Norway and making the tie-in to... To frozen, so um, I think Norway may be very successful. But uh, you know, uh, Disney Cruise Line wonders repeatedly why they have so much trouble um, with these Mediterranean itineraries, and it just seems like this is the same thing we saw in Galveston, same thing we saw in New York. They can't understand why aren't why aren't we getting the same kind of bookings that we get, you know, otherwise. Because you're three times the price of everyone else. That's why you're much more expensive. And when people look at Royal Caribbean going out of Barcelona on a med cruise and say, okay, you know what? I can get the same stateroom for half the price. Just to Um, give you an idea. But you're not getting the same ship. And you're not getting the same level of service in a lot of cases either. Um, So there are trade-offs. But still, Royal Caribbean's a great product. And, you know, if there's a lot of things people will are willing to part with when it means saving $5,000 on their vacation. I just have a, a friend who I booked into a med cruise and on Disney for a balcony stateroom in the middle of the summer uh, it was for a 12 night sailing it was $16,000 for a balcony. Mm. I booked them into a Royal Caribbean junior suite 
for under eight. Yeah. There's some um, what they're calling, you know, their lead-in rates, their opening day rates. Um, the Disney Cruise Line has announced the Norwegian uh, sailing out of Copenhagen. There's several options. Rates start at $1,561 per person. A day. <laughs> for the seven-night cruises, 2133 per person. For nine-night cruises, 2453 per okay, person. I just... For the 11-night, but that is the bottom most rate it's the lowest tier pricing First time you can get in and by the time disney visa card holders and uh golden platinum golden platinum get done booking it's not going to be lo- lowest tier that's also um, the room where they keep the washer and dryer yeah <laughs> so you know i just want to manage everyone's expectations those those prices uh, if you're not golden platinum or disney visa you're probably going to uh be paying something higher than that. They also don't include port charges and taxes, and these are port-intensive stops. Right. Uh, sailings with a lot of stops. So they're going to really jack up. The taxes will be high on these. So we will see. I mean, we'll... Very excited we'll about them, though. tomorrow to... Our chatty classes. room folks want us to know that that line is from Willy Wonka, and it involves stealing fizzy lifting drinks. I oh, said okay. good day, sir. I said Get good day. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, very excited about it. I know our, our Dreams Unlimited travel agents are going to be working <coughs> they already time. They're, yeah, it's already, it's already started. But you know what? Yeah, I can understand why people are excited. It's always great when Disney Cruise Line goes someplace different. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But then they try and repeat that right. over and over again and don't realize, no, we want something else now. Um, so we'll see. But very excited about Norway in particular. Kind of disappointed they're not going to the Med next year, but... We get to. Um, all right. Thank you very much, John. I guess that does it for the news. That'll do it for the news. All right. Uh, let's move on to our caption this photo from last week, which was uh, Teresa holding Jeez. an Academy Award at the Walt Disney Archives during our backstage Magic Adventures by Disney trip. And um, we had some interesting captions for this. Uh, Tyler said, uh, and the award for first person to curse during the live show goes to <laughs> Teresa. He's so funny. Um, for those of you listening, you can see this picture on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged. Um, uh, Donnie said, what the crap is this? Why is there a statue of the little Star Wars guy? Which I thought was cute. That is cute. Uh, Sean McNamara uh, here is some security footage of the theft. Apparently, someone left the case that housed the prize statue open. <laughs> this clearly confused woman mistook the Oscar for a souvenir. She was later apprehended while sobbing, not for the crime, but because she said she missed her cats. Uh, too funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my favorite, Susan Zibby, I wonder if I'll be shopping for underwear in the gift shop tonight. <laughs> Because uh, on that particular trip, they lost uh, Kathy and Teresa's luggage, and uh, they opened up the uh, gift shop in the Grand Californian so that they could, you know, buy have, some Mickey panties. Yep, buy some Mickey underwear. So, While the ABD guys held them up to see if the size was correct. <laughs> Please put them. Please down. tell me you tip them well. <laughs> Now, instead of doing another caption this this week, we decided to do something a little different. We are going to do a where in the world picture. So for those watching live and on YouTube, we're going to show the picture now. For those of you listening, uh, facebook.com slash disunplugged. 
take a look at this picture and tell us where it was taken. Where in Walt Disney World was this photo taken? And no guesses here. All oh, those dogs guess. are barking again. Dog's giving his answer. He's guessing. Yeah, yeah he's guessing. Um, <clears throat> so, facebook.com slash disunplugged. Tell us where in the world that picture was taken. <laughs> and if you're watching live, uh, we'll have that posted uh, after we finish our, our broadcast around 4 o'clock. So, all right. We're done with that now. <laughs> and we will move on to rapid fire. We're going to start with John. All right. Tonight, big premiere, Jim Henson's Creature Shop Challenge on the Sci-Fi Network, 10 p.m., 9 central. What is kind of cool about this is not the last Adventures by Disney trip we did, but the one before that. In they December. Were, in December, they were actually filming. <coughs> um, we couldn't go into several of the sound stages because they were using them for production, but it was neat. We saw cool. some of the people who were the competitors there, and it was very, very cool. And I'm hoping that we get a chance to see some of the areas you visit on the backstage magic. I, I'm really excited about this because it is one of those reality competition shows like Top Chef or Project Runway or whatever, but it's with Muppets. And, and, huh. and Puppets. And, Puppets. Pu- sorry, yeah. Muppets Actually, are owned by Disney now. I think now. it's more creatures. Creatures like animatronic type stuff. No, and I'm not I, sure. I think it's walking, talking creatures. We saw some of them. Oh my gosh. It's they, kind of like, I get the feeling it's more like a makeup competition. Where you've created a creature. The commercial makes it look like some of it's puppeteering, though. Well, like maybe. There's people in the suits. There were people walking around. Yeah. Maybe they were the help. I don't have know. have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> might have been. <laughs> they looked like <laughs> creatures. There were some ugly people walking around. <laughs> they made a maid. Uh, <laughs> it's, they're kind of making creatures that you'd see in stuff like uh, Labyrinth and Dark Crystal, bigger bigger characters. Um, it, a lot of characters are actually created at the the Jim Henson Studios and the the creature workshop that get into movies. Anytime you see a puppet, basically, it came from there. Yoda, uh, a lot of stuff. So it, it looks really, really cool. I've been seeing the commercials for the past month. I can't wait to watch it. Yoda's a puppet. <laughs> Spoiled. Oh, Hit her head, she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John, thank you. Kevin. Welcome. Epcot's going to hold their egg extravaganza 2014. <laughs> so I didn't make it up. I'm reading. Uh, you'll get to uh, April 10th through the 14th. That's a very short window. Search for special hidden Disney character eggs at Epcot. Purchase a map and stickers for $4.95. Then when you find each hidden egg, put a sticker on the map to mark the location. When you've completed your map, return it to Disney. I'm sorry, return it to Disney Traders, and you will win a car. Okay, that part's not true. (laughs) It's a special (laughs) surprise. I imagine it's going to be a keychain that was probably less than the $4.95 you had to pay to join. Maps are available at Heritage Manor in the American Adventure Pavilion. Disney Traders at uh, the International Gateway, Pin Central, and Port of Entry. Where is Port of Entry? Port of Entry are those two shops uh, right there before you get into World Showcase. Where's Disney Traders? Disney Traders is... I thought that's what those were. uh, I think that's the two different ones, the two names. One's Port of Entry and one's Disney Traders? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that. (laughs) All right. That's where you can pick up your map and pay to play. Excellent. For $4.95. Excellente. And last year's prize was a keychain for anyone on the You don't even get to keep the egg? No. Well, it's, no. it's well, little eggs, eggs hidden all around. Marks. 
Oh. That's kind, kind of like they hide children. Easter eggs in video games. Um, I get the feeling these are character eggs. I'm making the bunny ears at Epcot. Okay. Thank you for that, Kevin. Let's move over to Teresa. Okay. Um, Disboards.com is now offering a, a discounts up to 40% off your Hertz rental car for future rentals. Um, you can go online. There's a little member card you can print out. And use code CDP two zero three four one nine eight and save up to forty percent off your next. Okay, they'll remember rental. that. We'll put that on the show notes page as well. <laughs> Podcast uh, disunplugged dot com. So you use that use that code when you book it. And when you, you book it, it. I I, awesome. I went through and did it both ways with and without the code on a rental I was thinking about for this summer for a trip. And it took off about 70 bucks off the rental. So. Wow. And, if, and sometimes there's special offers, too, that you can combine with right. that code. Yeah, and this so. is a Disboards exclusive, folks. This is uh, something they gave to us. Um, so, well, I don't know. Well, maybe it's not exclusive, but it's cool. It's ours. Either way, it's a, it's it's a discount. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a good discount, forty up to 40% off your car rental. Thank you for that, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Kathy. Mine is short and sweet. It's about the PlayStation Pavilion at the Wide World of Sports is closing at the end of the month. Their contract with Sony has ended. So I'm imagining people will chain themselves to the door and yeah. you know, kind of like the Mr. Toad closing. You know, it's yeah. probably up there with that. Has anyone been out that way you know, recently? I have never mm-hmm. stepped foot inside Wide World of Sports. I have a couple times, but have you been in that area, like Osceola Parkway and all that stuff? Tremendous amount of construction. Yes. What do we know? What they're doing on Wide World of Sports itself? It looks like it's the property across from Wide World of Sports. Huh. It looks like there might be some road widening and some exit building, a new theme park. It might be, it might be Villains Land or whatever it is. Well, there was talk. Oh, don't start back. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. It looks don't like they're putting in drainage. Oh, for another way to get out right of um, studios. There was a rumor for that, and huh. close the exit or entrance. You know, where you come off a of world drive. They were saying about making it over there. Maybe. I don't know. Just That's a horrible know. way to get out of Hollywood Studios anyway, the way it is now. Yeah. Traffic is always bad. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kathy. Dustin. Yeah. Um, if I can find mine. Yeah. Um, so a little while ago, uh, they released the new Vera Bradley collection for Disney. Well, now they're releasing uh, another one uh, inspired by the spring. It's called Mickey's Perfect Petals. And um, so that's their new design. And they have a brunch plan for May the 4th, be with you, uh, this year. And um, the brunch itself. Wow, that geekiness just falls right out of you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just realized that as I was did saying. Did you know Yoda was a puppet? I did. I think. I don't know. It's a real man. It's a real man. <laughs> Um, so they have seven new bags featuring uh, the design and uh, the brunch uh, the event tickets for the brunch are $125 and Epcot admission is also required you can uh, register at DisneyParksMerchandise.com and after after the event itself that's when the uh, the actual the frenzy begins yeah the frenzy would, will begin for um, the people that run the event and I, I'm not sure exactly if it uh, they they will not be carried at uh, Disneyland or the Disney Parks online store. It's only available. It's uh, it's a little corner inside of um, what is it? World of Mickey? Not World. World, World of Disney. Disney. World of Disney. I yeah. like to do that. And um, uh, it's like over by the jewelry and stuff like that. Um, so you can find that there uh, starting in May. The new Vera Bradley collection. Awesome. Yeah. 
Thank you, Dustin. You're welcome. Jonathan. All right. So uh, about two weeks ago, annual pass holders could log into My Disney Experience and order their Magic Band. I ordered mine. Which is very exciting. So mine was waiting for me when I got back from Texas. So I thought I'd show it off. They came in these really pretty blue boxes. We have photos up, so we'll show those on on the show notes and stuff. Um, But you get your Magic Band. They give you a special little kind of rubber slider that slides over it that says Pass Holder 2014. So hopefully they'll give you a new one every year that you you. Renew your annual pass. I think and that's a cool thing. To hopefully, it won't fall off like every other. No, no, accessory. it's a slider. It's connect. It's not a gibbet thing. It's okay. A, good. It slides onto the actual band, and then they give you an envelope with kind of like instructions and a discount card. So I think for I know Kathy got her uh, annual pass uh, Magic Band two, and you got a yellow discount yes. card. So I think these are for the premium annual pass. It's, There's different it, levels. It, it indicates whether or not you have. Um, Parking privileges. Parking and then also discount in the shops right. so, or, or restaurants. Okay, so like if you're going through the toll plaza and you need to show that off that, hey, I've got exactly, parking. Yeah. But in the stores, they can't use the Magic Band itself to pull up your discount? Uh, not not right now. You have to yeah. have this card. I think that'll come eventually. I hope it does because it seems kind of it is counterintuitive kind of, to have two things with you. The whole point is to just have I a Magic agree. Band. And I would mention, too, that um, I know at least at Magic Kingdom now they're asking for photo ID when you show your annual pass. So I wouldn't be surprised if they make you show photo ID when you oh yeah show absolutely that, yeah that card too so absolutely how long do you think it's going to be before you can just show your ma- uh, touch your magic band at the parking uh, well, going into the parking lot well they As were right they now, were doing that for a while yeah. we've done it with yeah just showing your right band. now you just have to show it and they let you through every well, time I've, I've gone through but they do have pads that they're using to. Uh, I haven't used a magic band, but the annual pass itself, I've tapped against one of those little iPhone things that they have. I've had it mm. both ways. I've you know, held it up. I actually took it off and gave it to uh, Kathy's doing this Wonder Woman thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have five magic bands now. I have one for, you know, like every color of the rainbow. Cool. That's special. You know, hey. It's the little things. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for that, Sean. Gregory. Uh, so Mark Hamill, uh, the actor better known as Luke Skywalker, is finally attending Star Wars. I watched the entire table's face turn when they saw that. The picture, the picture that we're showing of Mark Hamill right now is not the most flattering Just photo of him. That wasn't a grim, grim ghost. Oh my lord! Uh, it's closer to his appearance whenever he plays Joker on the animated series of Batman. But uh, yeah, so he's finally going to be attending Star Wars weekends for the first time. Um, it's dying back there. Well, I saw everybody go. Oh, <laughs> what up, one of Carrie Fisher? Yeah, really? But, I uh, think Carrie Fisher looks good, except for being a little overweight. I think she facially looks beautiful. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> facially beautiful. Yeah. You are really facially beautiful. <laughs> That's a wonderful Some people are beautiful on the end time. Facially. Is, that... <laughs> is there more of that story? But this is actually a very, very big deal. Big you know, deal. Yeah. We joke every year yeah. about how, you know, the, the c- celebrities who show up at Star Wars Weekend, it's a virtual who's yeah. that. Right. Um, this is actually a major, major, major thing yeah. that Mark Hamill is coming. I mean, yeah. whatever he looks like now, he is Luke Skywalker, right. and you know he's kind of in, you know, in the zeitgeist for the rest of time as Luke Skywalker. So You know, and I'm honestly surprised he hasn't come before, not because... Uh, well, he, because he has nothing else to well, do. Well, I'm just saying, he's, he's still involved in the comic book and, like, convention scene. I mean... It, 
what is that? He, I think he, it probably comes down to how much money he wants true. for a personal appearance. Yeah, probably. I think it's, you know, I think that's a, a, a big part of his income right now. Well, well he, he's not signing autographs either. So if people want to think that that's what they want, he's not doing that. He'll be in the parade and he's doing something else, but no personal signings. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. The reason most likely is he's everyone knows that the three main stars are going to be back for the new episode seven of star wars so i'm guessing that they're going to start prepping them up i don't think we'll ever see harrison ford but carrie fisher is going to come eventually mark hamill's doing his duty this year um how do you know how, how do i know what that harrison ford's not going to go He's he talked to last week. <laughs> Did you see him at the Oscars? Right. Harrison Ford is still considered A-list. Yeah. Um, honestly, he's still considered A-list. He's not going to do an appearance at Hollywood Studios. He's right. not. Sorry. That's not where A-list people go. And that's, you know, I'm not what trying to be harsh. you when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, th- I think it's a big deal. I think it's a very, very big deal that Mark Hamill's yeah. coming. That actually, you know, I would I would probably go and see yeah, that. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's the 6th to the 8th is the date. Um, also, one other thing I was going to mention, too, uh, the ABC show, The Middle, starring the, the wife from Everybody Loves Raymond and the janitor from Scrubs has been filming. And mm-hmm. there's been lots of pictures taken of them with their magic bands, so... Well, by the time it airs, it's probably going to be a really big commercial. I'm sure they're. they're I'm oh. sure their publicity people are thrilled that you don't even know their names. You mean talk about A list? <laughs> they were Patricia Healy. Patricia Heaton. 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 Yeah, yeah. Well, I got the first name right. Healy. Healy. Oh, and, and then it's just the Major janitor, Dr. Yon Etor. Right. They were um, in the parks filming. Yeah, they're, yes. I think they're still there today. Uh, so it's like the house meets the mouse kind of thing. Yeah. The crossover right. episode. Yep. Because if, it, if a show's on ABC, you better believe they're going yep. to Disney World at some point. Yeah. It's kind of the last TV show that's been filmed in the parks since, I think, uh, Modern Family went to Disneyland. Yeah, I don't think Grey's Anatomy went. No. Once upon a time was there. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 So was Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Roseanne. Oh, that was happened there for the last year. <laughs> She's just there, <laughs> hanging out. So cool. Yeah, I was really excited to hear that, that Mark Hamill was coming. That's cool. So am I. 68th, June. All right. Thank you very much for that, Craig. That will do it for Rapid Fire. And before we close this week's show, we are going to reveal our poll question for next week. Simplifying it again, kind of along the same lines of what we did last week. We would like to know what your favorite Walt Disney World Resort Hotel is. Ooh, ooh. Let me guess, (laughs) Kathy. Caribbean Beach. That would be it. Teresa, what's yours? Pop. Pop Century? It's fun. I like it. Jonathan? Oakey West. Wilderness Lodge? Uh, It's a toss-up between uh, staying in the Polynesian and one of the Epcot Resort area ones. I don't... Yacht Club or Boardwalk. Wow, that's very decisive. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sean? I would say either Animal Kingdom Lodge or Fort Wilderness. One of those. Wilderness Lodge or Yacht Club? See, for me, it's uh, either uh, the cabins of Fort Wilderness or the Poly um, are my two two favorites. But, you know, um, actually, the contemporary has kind of caught my caught me uh, the last few times I've been there. I've been really happy with uh, the contemporary. That that location so close to to the Magic Kingdom and the rooms, I thought, were absolutely gorgeous. The design of those rooms, some of the most beautiful hotel rooms I've ever seen. Um, really, really well done. Um, you know, but that's uh, going to be the challenge for people is you can only pick one. 
But uh, yeah, guys, we'd like to know <laughs> what your like to know what your favorite Disney World Resort hotel is, and you can vote on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Unplugged. And we will re- release the results next week on our show. And as we always do, we will choose one person at random who responds to the poll and give that person a $50 Disney gift card. So uh, you can head on over there in a little while and cast your vote. And uh, with that, that will do it for our new show. For those of you watching live, uh, please stay tuned. We have a great discussion coming up on FastPass Plus. All those emails that uh, have been sent in over the last few weeks of people telling us their experience with FastPass Plus. We're going to discuss some of those and uh, some of our personal experiences with it as well. So everything you need to know about FastPass Plus coming up next. And I believe we have, we're going to be closing out this episode with the show, with the uh, song that was recorded for us by our good friend, Scotty Ponticus in, uh, in Texas. And uh, that will do it for us. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. Remember, stay out of the damn lakes. And I'm waiting to hear music. If you're having some problems, I feel bad for you, son. I've got 99 problems, but the Diz ain't one. Tip my hat to the team in the East. Every Tuesday we're watching Pete. At the table joining him this week. Seven friends, all Disney freaks. It's an hour show when it really is fun. 99 problems, but the Diz ain't one. If you're having some problems, I feel bad for your son. I've got 99 problems and the Diz ain't one. 99 problems, but the Diz ain't one. And hosting is P. John Major, Kevin close to the right of his seat. The Martins, Kathy Whirling, Teresa's new hairdo, Dustin, Shawnathan, and Gregory, too. You should come inside, cause it really is fun. 99 problems, and the Diz ain't one. If you're having some problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but the Diz ain't one. I got 99. 99. Above the design of one.